Hi everyone, it is Leanne gracing you right here on Chewing It Over. I am your host every second Tuesday of the month and this show today is the first one of mine for 2022. I'm wondering how you are, I'm wondering whether you're feeling refreshed after your Christmas break, Uh, did you have enough rest? Were you able to get things in motion, whatever those things are to you? Work, fitness, family, friends. Did that happen? I know some people were limited or or restricted and couldn't meet up with their friends and family. Whatever it is, whatever you've been up to, I hope that it's been fruitful, productive, pleasant, and that it's really set you in the right stead for the rest of 2022. You've got me again. I've got a couple of guests, really great guests lined up for 2022, but I thought I would take this very first session and use it as an opportunity to talk about goal setting. Are you already sighing slightly at the thought of talking about goal setting? Well, I know that I have been sighing, breathing deeply about goal setting, But I thought I'd bring it to the table as particularly for those of us, I'm going to say particularly for those of us that are business owners and thinking about the development of business, uh, particularly in quarters or thinking about what that business is going to achieve within a year. But then also considering people's own personal goals. So that's whether you've got your own business, whether you work for the NHS, whether you work for someone else, what does this actually mean to you. And one of the things I wanted to explore in this space was that this topic doesn't need to be boring. And this topic also means that you don't have to set fresh new goals just because it's 2022 and we rolled over from 2021. Does that make sense? So I'm hoping to give people a positive spin on the aspects of setting goals but also the opportunity to slide into my DMs, leanne at distinctphysiotherapy.com. If you feel like you've got any questions that you want to ask me about goal setting. Now, I'm just gonna take people back right to, I say the beginning of where thought processes start to occur about goal setting and have done in my work life. And they were predominantly at my appraisals. Most of us that work in the NHS, if not all of us, Um, have line managers and we have set periods of time when our working life is evaluated but also it's our opportunity to discuss our progression and development throughout our careers correct makes sense now I always remember in mind thinking that I want to be a physiotherapist so that I was a physio assistant And thinking about being a physio was a constant goal that I was working towards, particularly because I worked in the NHS whilst I was um, training and I was going on placements. Obviously, my knowledge base was growing and I had more questions and I wanted to try and diversify my skill set working in the different areas of, of physiotherapy. Now. That, to me, now on reflection, was a longer-term goal because that goal took four years to achieve. The degree was part-time up to four years. But I think that what I've been, or or definitely wasn't so good at then, was this idea about other slightly shorter-term goals that I could set for myself. 
They didn't need to necessarily be work-related. And also the benefit of that in terms of giving me some guidance uh, and some drive or even just some purpose with the things I wanted to actually achieve. Now, I use the term achieve loosely because I think that even within goal setting, it's also important to remember that rest, relaxation, self-care, time to reflect are all things that should be factored into the things that you are trying to achieve. So it's not all about the the gratitude of the thing that you have got in your possession at the end or ticking another box on a to-do list. I hate to-do lists. I'm sorry for anybody listening who's thinking that they completely love to-do lists. Um, And I will talk about that another time. (laughs) But I wanted to draw on how this can kind of just keep you moving, keep you going. Now, the other thing to really think about is a lot of people, particularly within the physiotherapy workforce, are under a lot of stress and a lot of strain and are working, you know, the 25th hour that we don't even have. People are raising families. They are trying to be part of their family. They're trying to have some element of social time with close friends. And the time then to focus purely on yourself can feel exceedingly limited. I guess that's the part of the goal setting that I want to talk about. I want to explore when you feel like you don't have time. Acknowledging the fact that you don't have time. And, you know, when you're extremely busy and also quite tired, does it mean that you feel like the things that should be a priority to you fall completely by the wayside? They don't get any attention whatsoever. And somebody's talking to you about the last quarter of the year and you're thinking, God, there were so many things that I thought I wanted to do, that I thought I wanted to achieve, that I had planned and I didn't get to. And this is why goal setting always niggles me a little bit, because I always think that there are things that I am actively working on. And just because we run into a new year, the 1st of January, 2020, whatever, does that mean that the things I was doing the year before are less relevant, irrelevant, need to be removed uh, in terms of not being there because they don't hold the importance? Like, if you didn't achieve what you set out to do from the year before, what does that truly say? So a few hints and tips, a few golden nuggets that I thought might be useful to those of you watching. And thank you to those of you that have tuned in for this show today. But I wanted to ask people, if you had a goal last year that you struggled to fit in because time was lacking, you felt like, work took over and your family life took over, whether that was homeschooling or looking after yourself or others because they had COVID or just trying to balance your business, is it possible now for you to revisit those goals? Also without like just taking out the element of feeling like you have failed or like, you know, 
not feeling good about yourself, removing the guilt from having not achieved that thing. And I'm encouraging so many of you to consider the reflective component of goal setting. Actually, I know that there were things that I achieved last year that were not on my goal setting list at all. But aren't those things an absolute bonus to your work and personal development? They're an absolute bonus through your own efforts and hard work. If you're feeling like you've been working to the ninth degree and you are absolutely exhausted, it might be worth setting something up that just gets you to think about taking some more rest. Like that can actually be a real true goal. And particularly because of my business life, the business aspect of developing my physio clinic and the physio business, there's a lot of conversation about goal setting and setting up the year in terms of the quarters of the year and being able to really succeed at achieving those goals because you've given it all of your energy. Everyone works very differently. My principle generally is that I will sprint for a bit, trying really hard to achieve a goal, and then I will pause. Sometimes the pause is brought on because I've achieved the thing. Sometimes the pause is brought on because I'm feeling like burnout is creeping up on me. Sometimes the pause is brought on because I have to rethink the thing that I'm trying to achieve in terms of this just doesn't work. And maybe I've laid this out incorrectly. And the beauty of some of that is knowing that whatever it is that you've set in terms of a goal is flexible. It's not fixed in stone. And this will more than likely apply to you in your working life. Like I said, NHS, private, whether that's your side hustle. Um, I know people who have set up knitting. I know someone else who's set up, um, um, what was I going to say? singing and wanting to do more performances, but your goals can be flexible. I think also the flexibility allows to remove the, what people talk about, the L's, the losses, or, or the feelings of failure. Like if I set that goal and it's just too big and it's greater than what I dreamed of, could I even really achieve it? So you know what, I'm going to step away from that goal and just scale it down a little bit. I'm challenging those of you that have felt like that to revisit those goals. And then I think it's also really useful to actually utilize the people in your space who might be slightly more skilled or will, who will bring some real gold to the, to the goal that you are trying to achieve. Let's use our network in a better way. I know that doing this show here every second Tuesday of the month has enabled me to connect with people within the physiotherapy industry that I probably ordinarily wouldn't have so much contact with. And I feel really blessed to be in that position. I also know that when I agreed to doing this, it wasn't on my list of things to do, um, and particularly not how, how it's all sort of played out it's it's probably even better 
I'm really enjoying the people that sort of feed back to me, whether they email or drop a comment on the bottom, just stating their thoughts and feelings, that interaction. I'm really valuing that. So utilize your network, your surroundings to help you to achieve your goals. There's actually nothing wrong with doing that. And to those of you who are, I'm going to say, empaths out there, who always feel like they have to do everything for themselves, I'm almost giving you some permission to tell you that you just don't need to do it on your own. How does that sound? So if goal setting has ever put a little bit of a bitter taste in your mouth, I'm hoping that I'm giving you a slightly new twist, a new flavour to the thoughts about that. Now, if we move on to goals in terms of uh, professional development, I'm thinking about courses, I'm thinking about papers that you might want to read, things that are helping you to build your continuous professional development. And actually using maybe this time to really have a little look across the landscape in terms of what actually really interests you and is going to help you to grow as a clinician. But again, within that, how best to utilize the network of people that you then meet in that landscape. When I think about some of my wins, some of the things that I've achieved, it's been because it's been been in line or incorporated with the things that I'm extremely passionate about. For example, me being able to use this platform today to talk to you about goal setting. I know, like I said, within my business world, that instantly, you know, the 1st of January was definitely the time for the social media marketer to pop up in the box and say, what's your social media marketing plan for the next 12 months? Have you got that scheduled? Do you know what content you're going to be creating? And the buzz around it for me was almost making me feel slightly anxious. Actually, I don't have 12 full months of content created and I'm not the person who's going to be doing instant posts up on Facebook or you know pre-arranged or scheduled posts but it made me think about the way that I am comfortable to do things maybe setting two or three days to roll out scheduled and then promoting that in the same breath it's also made me think that last year I spent quite a bit of time building the business uh, getting onto physio council and really trying to drive some of my speaking career, but also my interest in foot and ankle. And if you follow me on Instagram, you will see that I'm constantly posting about feet and ankles. Like secretly, I have grown to love treating the foot and the ankle. And a part of that actually comes because I think that the foot and the ankle is definitely the underdog. Um, And, life can be considerably difficult when your feet and ankles are giving you problems, but that's uh, probably a topic for another day. But what I'm saying is I've had a few directions that things have traveled in down in towards 2021. And some of those things I want to pick up for in 2022. Is that you? Are you working on quite a few things that now you're going to think about fine tuning them for this year. I was always really quite frustrated by 
the longer term goal always feeling like it was taking a considerable amount of time to achieve. Like I mentioned, um, doing the degree or, or, or then doing my master's. And I know people will, you know, they'll talk out, bring up the saying, like, you know, enjoy the journey. It's not about the destination. It's all about the journey. And some of those phrases are just so cliched, but they are also very, very true. And sometimes that journey is, is the reason that you were there. You know, the destination is actually completely irrelevant and you may never actually get to the destination that you set. You can end up somewhere that's 20 times better. So for those of you that are feeling like you've been working really hard, the the staffing levels feel like they are on the ground, almost literally. Factoring in some relative rest is important. It is necessary. And I do think that if you can build that into your schedule of setting your goals, I think it helps to manage your own uh, expectations of what you then think you are going to achieve. Hi, Talita. Talita says she's catching the tail end of this live. No worries. Um, You'll be able to play it back. It will be available on all the streams as it usually is you've just tuned in, we're approaching 18 or so minutes in, and I'm talking about goal setting. And I'm trying to remove the dryness and the slight cliche from the word, but trying to give people some insight into how they can consider goal setting in terms of their working life and their personal life. I'm just talking about managing your own expectations in terms of things they want to achieve. It's interesting as well, because one of the things I've been working on and just actually just trying to get into the mindset of is how I schedule my training and how I schedule my nutrition. And I'm very aware that my training really helps me to be productive. And there are a few things I want to do this year in relation to my training that mean that I need to really fine tune my nutrition. And I'm recognizing, OK, the training itself is not the issue. The nutrition, like who doesn't love a sweet thing? I like a sweet thing. We all know what we should be eating, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) But when I was thinking about the goals, I had a couple of people slide into my DMs on my Instagram. They're asking me some questions about things I was eating, but also how was I generating the discipline to fine tune things with, with my nutrition? And when they're asking me, obviously I don't have a huge nutritional knowledge, But when they were asking me about it, it did get me thinking, well, actually, I didn't set that goal to work on those things on the 1st of January. Like, simple. I have been thinking about them for months. It's taken me a considerable amount of time to then feel like I can action those things and bring them into my work life, knowing that they're going to have a very positive impact on my personal life and my work productivity. So sometimes you can almost kill two birds with one stone and you can do that really, really productively. It's also at this point worth mentioning that when you do this well, when I say well, maybe consistently is probably a better word, other people also feed off of that as well. I'm not telling you to be concerned about other people, but I do think that that support, it creates a support network. 
in order for you to keep the consistency of the thing you are working on. Do, do you see where I'm coming from here? I've just spoken about the nutrition and the support network. And I'm also drawing in on whatever maybe your work goal is, utilizing your network. No man is an island alone. So this in itself is a fantastic way just to recognize that we do need the support of each other, particularly in a world that feels quite divisive at the moment. We do need each other to help us to drive forwards and reflect on the things that we want to achieve, have achieved, and are working towards. Your goal setting shouldn't feel boring. Now, I'm trying to think, it's probably Simon Sinek, because I listen to that stuff a lot. But talking about if your goal doesn't scare you, it's probably not big enough. And in some ways, that is probably true. To some extent, it probably is. But I also think there's nothing better than setting a goal that actually feels like it's achievable. What is wrong with that level of comfort? I know that the comfort zone, they say nothing grows there, but it does feel good to tick off a few things on a list, knowing that you've done them and that they are contributing to the longer term goal. There is nothing wrong with that. Notice I am identifying certain things there is nothing wrong with doing. Rest and relaxation, self-reflection, and simply reflecting. Nothing wrong with them at all. And I think that as we move forwards into the year and we start to get settled, because I felt like, particularly when I first came back to clinic, which was last week, my patients seemed like they were all out of kilter. One kid's gone back to school, the other one hasn't gone back. They're due to get back to work. They feel like they've eaten way too much over Christmas. They're trying to do the food shop to get things straight at home. They're injured, they feel a little bit limited. So people felt a little bit out of kilter, a little bit imbalanced. But I feel like this week already, people are starting to settle into the new year and they are starting to evaluate what they are doing, what they are working on. At least that's in my network. That's the people I know, and I'm talking about my patients. As a physio, we're goal setting for our patients all the time, for our patients, with our patients, all the time. How well do we do it for ourselves? How significant do we think it is for us? How often do we review those goals for our patients and for us? And what are we using to ensure that we're monitoring the progress for the patient, i.e. objective measure or marker, for us in terms of I was able to achieve A, B, C, or D. How well are we transferring skills that we utilize for our patients on a daily basis for ourselves? 
there's been lots of stuff for me at the moment, and this just might be how things are just playing out, I say, in my universe, that are constantly linking themselves together. And I'm using today's show just to bring some of that to attention for you. I hope that that's useful. I hope that it brings some insight to you. And maybe you can utilize that for your patients, for your friends, your family, as you try to execute some of your goals for 2022. A coach that I've worked with said, if you were to achieve that goal, whatever it is, how would it make you feel? Oh, oh yeah. I haven't thought about, maybe I haven't thought about how it would truly make me feel. Like, would you get to that point and feel like it wasn't enough? Would you get to that point, not reflect on it and set something else? Would you still feel like you could have done better? Or would it simply be enough? Of course, my questions are rhetorical, but you are more than welcome. If you're listening and you're playing this on a catch up, please feel free to put a message in the comment section below. I posted in the synopsis of this that I was hoping to provide some food for thought for the remainder of your 2022. And I hope that my guests moving forwards will also help to provoke and promote some thought moving forwards in 2022. I'm looking forward to the things that are happening within physiotherapy, the development of it, the evolution of it. And I'm looking forward to celebrating your achievements as a part of my workforce, if you know what I mean. Celebrating your achievements as a part of my wider workforce. So if there is something that you think you're working towards and it might need somebody's help, including mine, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm more than happy for you to reach out to me. If you want to get my thoughts on it, if you want to just share it with me, you're not sure whether it sounds like it's silly, is it achievable? Does it need a time frame? Maybe that time frame is not just 2022. It might take you into the following year. It might take you into the next following five years. But if you'd like to have a chat, please feel free to drop into my DMs, leanne at distinctphysiotherapy.com. If you don't want to do that and you want to drop a comment underneath this, wherever it is that you're listening, I will go around as I do, just checking up and I will respond to you as quickly as I can. But like I said, the other alternative ways to get hold of me are through the normal social media platforms. LinkedIn, Leanne Antoine, Instagram, Distinct Physio, and Twitter, exactly the same. Anyway, that's all from me. I hope that it's giving you some food for thought and taken away the dryness from goal setting. Whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, whatever it is that you're working towards or have been working towards, don't put too much pressure on yourself. It's absolutely fine to take things at your own pace, especially when you consider the climate that we're currently in. Things have shuffled. 
things are a little bit different. But if nothing else, I think we've definitely learned that we need a little bit of each other just to help us to move forward. I'm Leanne Antoine. I am your co-host every second Tuesday of the month. And I'm very much looking forward to returning next month. February's episode of Chewing It Over. Have a wonderful rest of day, a wonderful rest of week, and a superb start to the year. Take care. I always have this when I'm winding up. <laughs> oh dear.